Hi, my name's Annabelle Cox and welcome to this episode of Abortion Chats podcast where we talk about the icky, the not so nice and we're here to give you some great advice. So listen along throughout this season as we have some great guests come onto the show with some very contrasting opinions and experiences with abortion. So whether you've never had an abortion before, you have or you don't even know what an abortion is, get comfortable Get a cup of tea and listen along in this judgment-free zone. We're so excited you're here. Hey, Luce. Thanks for coming in today. It means a lot for this podcast. This is the last episode of our three-part series. And the whole time I've been really eager and excited to hear about your perspective because we've heard about two uh, not-so-great perspectives um, of abortion. But I know there's heaps of great experiences out there. So I'm really excited for our listeners to get to hear about your perspective. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. So tell me about yourself. What do you do for work now? So I'm an engineer for a financial company in Brizzy. Yeah, that's great. You're working in the city or from home at the moment after COVID? Uh, We're back, back in the CBD, yeah, which is really good. Getting back into everything again. Back at the office, you know, back to the early mornings, but it's not too bad. Yeah, is your commute long? Because I know Brisbane traffic can be awful. Yeah. Okay. So that's great. You're loving work at the moment. How long have you been in the position for? Uh, I think about two years, a bit over two years now. Great. So just out of uni, you got the job? Yeah, straight out of uni. I was really lucky. I worked pretty hard to get there, but got the job offer and it's all good now. That's exciting. I know that in the engineering field, it's really, really difficult to find work straight out of uni. So you must have worked really hard. Um, and in high school as well, you, uh, grew up on a property for most of your childhood. Is that right? Yeah. So we lived out west of Toowoomba, uh, pretty rural. I think we were, Toowoomba was about six hours. Yeah. So you wow. mentioned before my we started recording siblings that your mom and parents dad, we had six divorced. siblings. Oh my goodness. Like your parents family. had their hands full. Yeah. So it broke yeah, it was pretty crazy out there. We, um, family and half. Oh, we had the whole um, deal. We had the I was 15 goats, at the time. The cows, um, horses. My mum left for Toowoomba. Yeah, we were the, the full so ideal farming family. Yeah. And <laughs> one fun. And one sister. Um, so um, we stayed with dad. You were one of six. And how many brothers and sisters you left? As uh, in, how many girls? So, three and three. That was about 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. so I haven't really heard about good, them. Pretty but, even for right. any games yeah. you wanted to play. Wow, that was it. Would you say um, a really life altering um, thing for you to happen? For that, you moved out of the country into the city. What, what was that like for you? And it was a big change, but I think, you know, it sort of led me to where I am now and mm. into my engineering career. And I don't know, you know, I don't regret it because I don't really know where I would be without it but yeah yeah at the time you know my 15 year old teenage self wasn't too impressed but yeah I bet I bet and so you would have had to move schools and make all new friends was that was that good for you was it easy or more of a difficult experience yeah, I didn't find it too hard. I mean, I had my brother and my sister with me. Yeah. Um, so at least there's a, you know, three new people at the school at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I know that I moved schools uh, just before year 11, and it was one of the hardest things I ever had to go through. But um, another girl who came into the school that I went into at the same time, she had a really easy transition. So I think it just depends on the person, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Amazing. So, um, 
how soon after you moved to Toowoomba did you find out you were pregnant? Was we still in Toowoomba? Uh, no, so I actually finished high school, um, did really well, uh, got into engineering in Brisbane, uh, moved there and yeah, fell pregnant. Uh, I was, yeah, early first year, midway through first semester, yeah. Wow, okay. Um, and so you fell pregnant and would you say that abortion was like your initial initial response and your initial thought did you have other ideas like playing around in your mind um what was that like uh so my one of my good friends at college had had an abortion over that summer um and I was sort of I was with her through that whole experience Mm. uh so it was sort of second nature I mean I was just the the second one to go through that um but yeah, I mean, I had Joe was pretty supportive. He was the the guy that would have been the father. I mean, we're still good mates now, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said your good friend went through the for through an abortion experience. Do you think your experience, looking back, was much different to hers? I think we both had pretty ideal outcomes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, for either of us, I don't think we were at that stage of our lives where we could have kids and you know be good parents and I think coming from a broken family as well I didn't really want to put another kid into that situation straight away yeah no that's that's definitely uh another way of looking at it as well you don't want to put a child into something that you've experienced in the last few years of your already difficult teenage teenage years it's never an easy time but especially with a divorce and a family breakup going on yeah exactly yeah, yeah so what do you think was like the leading factor for you in getting an abortion? Was it your lifestyle or was it financial? Uh, for me, I was I was loving the party life. I was you know fresh out of school, at uni. I was you know newly eighteen, hitting up the valley every weekend like you do. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't think having a kid would would fit into my to my life, and I was yeah just not there yet yeah you had a path that you were on you and obviously you've achieved what you wanted to achieve you finished engineering um and now you're working which I mean I think it's pretty safe to say that you probably couldn't have done in the same amount of time at least um if you had a baby yeah so um something I'm asking every person that I'm interviewing over this experience is how was your sex ed experience I know for me it was just awful I look back and I just cringe they I went to a Christian school and they just preached abstinence and then the occasional like textbook reading in PE or in biology it just it's just so unsatisfactory yeah pretty much the same for uh, for me really I mean I was at the the public school in town and uh, oh I think the best we had was our our old sports teacher get us all into the gym and throw a couple of bananas and condoms at us and <laughs> that was about it. Yeah. Yeah, I I am so passionate about feeling like our education system surrounding sex ed really really needs to just have more of an importance thrown at it because at the moment it's just at the bottom of the chain and it just would change so many lives if there was just a little bit more detail put around it. Do you think that your outcome would have changed if you had better sex ed. I know it's hard to say. It's a hypothetical, but... Yeah, yeah. It's definitely hard to say, but um, I don't... Yeah. 
I know they need to change it in the schools, but it's such a t- touchy subject as well. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how they would do it. It needs change, but I don't yeah. think it's going to be me the, be the, being the one to do it. <laughs> no, I totally understand that. It's a, it's a massive responsibility that someone needs to take on. And I think more open conversation is just the first steps into, you know, taking a, taking a stand and making a change. Because if, if it's a touchy subject and it remains a touchy subject, it's never going to be something that's openly talked about for change, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the, the best sex ed you really get in, in high school or in after high school is pretty much from your mates, isn't it? It's yeah. It's just whatever yeah. you can Google or get and together just, from everyone. Yeah, it just gives such an unrealistic just mindset of what sex and what protected sex is going to look like and healthy relationships. So I really, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think it really needs to change. Um, so you were close with your mum and two siblings that you said moved to Toowoomba. How did they react to um, your abortion? Did you tell them straight away? Uh, so my sister was really supportive. I told her pretty much as soon as I made the decision um, she had kids pretty young, um, two gorgeous little girls, and I think she could see where I was coming from within my lifestyle. I mean, it worked out for her having mm. the kids, but she could see where I was coming from. Yeah. Um, at the time, moving away from home, I felt like I couldn't really tell my mum. Right. Um, so I didn't didn't tell her until after I'd actually already had the abortion, which didn't turn out to be the best situation in the world was she not happy about it that you didn't tell her or about the actual abortion I think it was mostly that I didn't let her into that part of my life I didn't you know she wasn't part of the the conversation and she yeah was a bit disappointed that I didn't include her in the decision making part of it right um yeah I'm not really sure how she stands with the abortion side of it yeah but yeah, she, she didn't talk to me for a couple of months. Oh, actually. really? Yeah. That extreme. Yeah, but um, now we're on talking terms. That's but good. Yeah, we're still working on our mending of the relationship. Yeah, that's really interesting because I've heard a lot about um, younger girls getting abortions and their parents not being happy about that. But you were you'd moved out. You were living your own life, and um, that's a really interesting perspective. So she wasn't religious at all. She just was a bit hurt by the the trust issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. just about the, the communication between us. Yeah. yeah, okay, there you go. So if you were going back um, to tell 18-year-old Lucy um, some advice, what is the biggest piece of advice, both, you know, moving out of home and during the pregnancy and then after the abortion as well? Is there one piece of advice that you would give? I would just say do whatever works for you. I mean, there's always those people out there who are going to have their strong opinions and try and tell you what to do but every circumstance is different and I mean Mm. I think you know still to this day I did what was best for me and you know the people in my life who matter supported me through that and yeah I mean I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah I'm loving doing this podcast series and really realizing that abortion is not something that can just be put in a little bubble it can't just say, well, abortion is right for this reason and this reason because every single case is different and there's no circumstance where a pregnancy is the same as another. So I think it's really, really valuable, that that advice, and I think that advice could be given to every 18-year-old girl and still be relevant to their life. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one, yeah. 
When you got pregnant, were you in a relationship? Was it just a one night thing? Was it ongoing? Uh, so the guy that uh, would have been the father, uh, we're good friends at the moment still. Um, his name's Joe. We were basically just a fling. I mean, you know, drunk night, someone to go home to. Uh, we weren't really, wasn't going to go anywhere. Neither of us really wanted anything at the time. Um, but yeah, he was so supportive through it and we stayed friends to this day. Right, so you told him straight away that you were pregnant, pretty much? Uh, so I sort of, I pretty much had made up my mind about getting the abortion and mm. then I told him pretty much just, you know, we had our fling night and yeah, I just sort of told him after what was going on just so, you know, he knew. Yeah. And he was supportive of your decision? He didn't want to argue or anything about that? No, I think he understood. I mean, both of us were 18, pretty young, mm -hmm. still figuring out our lives. He had a pretty Christian, religious family and wouldn't really approve of that. Uh, and he wasn't, yeah, wasn't at that stage of life either. So. Right, okay. So it was just the best option for both of you then? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so then throughout the actual abortion procedure, was he there? Did he support you? Did you go with your sister? Uh, so he took me. He drove me around and, you know, made sure I was okay. I think it really, it made us closer. We became, you know, good mates from then on. We right. didn't continue our fling after that. <laughs> Um, which is good probably, <laughs> yeah, probably a pretty safe option. Um, but no, we are still good mates. And yeah, that's good. And I think going through something really big like that, um, will either make you closer in one way or another or drive you apart. So it's good that you stayed in contact then you're still friends. Uh, does he still live in Brisbane then? No. So he's actually moved up to Cairns for work. Oh, um, cool. But yeah, when he comes back, we catch up. Um, I've met his new partner. She's really lovely. And yeah, I think, you know, I don't think the situation couldn't have gone any better, really. Yeah, sounds like a best case scenario. Um, and what's your opinion generally, um, not even speaking necessarily about your situation, about uh, the male in the relationship or fling or whatever the situation is having a say um about whether or not the um girl has an abortion because it's such a touchy topic in our uh world and in our online society i think there are so many conflicting opinions and i've even heard throughout this podcast series so many different opinions what's what's your opinion should a male have a strong opinion and have a say I think for my opinion and what I have gone through, I believe the way that I handled it was good for my situation. I mean, I still wanted to include him in it, but I didn't really think that he really had a say overall. Right. Um, yeah, I think it just depends on the situation. I mean, you can't really decide for somebody else what their body goes through. But, you know, if they're in a long-term relationship and that's sort of where both the male and the female thought their life was going. I mean, it's pretty heartbreaking for the for the male to find out that all of a sudden his partner's having an abortion, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the circumstances. Yeah, so if um, Joe had said, no, I really don't want you to have an abortion, do you think that would have changed your 
your mind or no? No, he had no chance of that. Uh, <laughs> like, we were good mates, but we weren't that close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were just a fling. I mean, he didn't really... I knew that he wasn't really going to stick around. We were just a temporary thing. I don't think... Yeah, no, nah, he he couldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really good that you're understanding of that because um, I think so many girls can also be manipulated by their partners who then kind of dump them and leave them, um, which is really unfortunate. Um, so it's good that you had that grounding. Um, and looking back, what would you say that if any hurt was caused, what was the biggest factor contributing to that? Was it other people around you? Was it the actual procedure? Was it your mental health? What was the biggest factor of hurt? Um, to this day, I would say probably losing the relationship with my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know we're getting, getting back to where we were, but I think it's just so much for a family to go through. Um, you know, when we have different expectations of where your relationship's at. Yeah. I mean, the actual abortion wasn't really the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you and your mum, you're on talking terms, but not as close as you were originally. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So we... We get along, but it's, you know, Mother's Day, Christmas, those sorts of things. We're not really a yeah. catch-up-on-the-weekend kind of family anymore. Yeah, and do you think that was a result of the abortion or do you think it was a long time coming? Uh, I think it would, that was probably, yeah, the turning point. We were we were pretty close. I mean, I'd only freshly just moved away. Mm. Um, that was the first time I'd been, you know, so far from home for such a long time. So maybe that had partly you know, a contributing, a contributing factor, but I'm not really sure, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes it can just be the feather that breaks the camel's back. Like, it can just be the final push that just breaks someone or it can break a family or a relationship. You just never know, and it's such a touchy subject and everyone has an opinion on it. Um, no matter how strong the opinion is, it's still an opinion, and if it's not, if you're not doing what their opinion is, they're not going to be happy about it, no matter how close they are to you, Right. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and I think, yeah, maybe it was just the the bend in the road for us, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, from what you said, if you looked back, you wouldn't have changed your actions. If you had your time again, is there anything that you would change, or are you pretty happy with your situation, your outcome? I'm pretty happy. I think, you know, I'm doing all right with where I am in my life. Um, you know, got a new partner now, and who knows mm-hmm. where that's going to go in the future, but... Yeah, where I am now, um, yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, that's that's really good to hear. So when you were having the actual procedure, let's talk about that for a moment. Was Were you nervous on the day? Were you having second thoughts? Because I know that that's pretty normal. Even someone who is really secure in their decision, were you, you know, did you get the shakes? Were you nervous? Did you have second thoughts? Oh, I think I was more nervous about, you know, getting needles and things, you know, <laughs> who likes needles, but... Um, I think, yeah, it was good to have Joe there. He dropped me off. Um, you know, he didn't want to be overly pushy. Like he still asked if, you know, that's what I wanted. And I was pretty set on that. But, um, yeah, I think you get a bit nervous, but once you've decided where you're going to go, that's, that's where I was at. Yeah. Okay. I've read about and heard a lot of stories and, just really almost nightmare stories about pro-life 
campaigners hanging around outside um, abortion clinics. Did you have any experience with this? Especially, I've heard even of some in Australia. Oh, actually, I've got a really funny story about that one. Um, There was this guy sitting out the front of one of them, and I actually thought he was homeless. So I went over to try and give him some money, because that's just, you know, know, 18-year-old me thought I you know, should, should donate some money to him. And now he turns around and he's a pro-life supporter and didn't <laughs> want me to go inside the clinic. Oh, no. Did he, what did he say to you? Oh, he had a couple of signs and sort of started to block me off. And, yeah, it was lucky I had Joe with me because I was a little bit, little bit daunting. Yeah. yeah. It can be super daunting for people. I've heard of these pro-lifers being super aggressive. And, I mean... Again, it's just someone having their opinion and voicing their opinion. People are always going to have opinions. But it can be really scary when someone's made up their mind about this procedure that's already a hard decision to make. And just it can be so daunting, especially as you're on your way in there. It can it can be so terrifying. Um, but I'm glad you weren't too daunted by it. Or Oh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I've heard stories of people had much worse, but... Yeah, you just don't really expect it. And I think, you know, for me, I'd made up my decision. I didn't want some old guy on the street trying to tell me how to live my life. Yeah, yeah, that's so fair. Um, And so as for the procedure itself, you got in there, you're a bit shaken but ready to go. What was the procedure like? It wasn't too bad. Um, You know, I'd googled it like no tomorrow I think I put more research into that than any of my assignments at uni um I didn't really know what to expect at first but after that I had a bit of an idea and yeah it wasn't too bad actually I think I had a pretty good reaction or lack of reaction to it really yeah that's good yeah best compared to what some people get yeah yeah um so post your uh abortion procedure you moved on have you had anyone else in your life uh, have an abortion or anyone else in your life come to you for advice? I uh, don't think so. I mean, I've had a couple of friends who, you know, want to go on different contraceptions and have asked, you know, what what I've experienced in that sense, but not really in the in the abortion side of things, no. Right, so... You, I know, are pretty open about your abortion experience and it wasn't a massive, I mean, life-altering time of your life, was it? No, I mean, at the time it, you know, felt like sort of a big deal, but, I mean, it didn't really change much. I mean, I still finished uni on time, went back to my partying lifestyle and, yeah, it didn't, it didn't throw me off course too much. Yeah, and I think that's one of the great things about having abortion as an option as it it just lets you just move on um well in some cases it can be really traumatizing and actually not allow people to move on but for the most case it's a great tool um and I assume you share that opinion yeah yeah definitely I think you know in the right right scenario it's one of the best options out there yeah yeah totally so looking to the future you said you have a new partner how's that going yeah, good, really well. He's really lovely. Um, he's actually a lawyer in Brazil. We, yeah, moved moved into the city. So just a quick walk, walk to work for both of us. And oh, yeah, great. it's working out really well. Engineer and a lawyer. That sounds like a 
perfect pair. Yeah, quite the power couple, we're told. <laughs> um, so looking to the future, do you think your abortion experience has um, will stop you from ever having kids? Has it tainted your views or anything like that for the future? Uh, not really. I think, you know, um, my new partner and I, we've had a discussion around it and we're both looking forward to that part of our lives now that we're, you know, both got our careers up and running. Mm. I think, yeah, it's, you know, the next adventure we're going to try and take on. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, really great perspective to have because I know it can be really um, a troubling thing for a lot of a lot of people when they start thinking about actually wanting to have kids in the future um but I'm really glad that you've had such a great experience and I feel like sometimes my my world is just clouded by so many different views and a lot of them are positive but with a lot of negative impacts and you just seem to have had a really really amazing great experience and that's so refreshing to hear um Thank you so much for coming in today and I'm sure so many girls, so many people who are listening will really appreciate your perspective and I'm really glad that you came in today to Yeah, share. thanks so much for having me. It's been yeah, really cool to get my story out there. I hope, you know, some some young females out there can or old, you know, wherever they are in their life, figure out you know, have a bit more of a background on both sides of the story. Yeah, yeah. And I know that, as you said, people who are making the decision as to whether abortion is the right process for them will research like crazy, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos. So I think having actual personal lives and stories out there can just be so, so helpful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on and we'll keep in touch. No problem, thanks. That brings season one of Abortion Chats podcast to an end. We're so grateful for you following along and obviously so grateful to all of our interviewees. They all have such dignity and such wisdom when it comes to their experiences. We thank you so much for all of the advice that you gave our listeners and thank you so much for giving up your time to come and share your stories. Thank you so much for listening along over these last three episodes and make sure to keep up to date with our content on our Instagram at Abortion Chats Podcast. We hope you have a great week, a great day and continue smiling.